For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. It's amazing, isn't it? Food turns up. Dog turns up. Who would have believed it? But this is a dog that's happened to be into food. Chinese food. Chinese dog. She went to the full checkup. Yeah, I know. Went to the full checkup. The deluxe so ramen. Yeah. $269 later. Yeah. Brand new. That dog go. is brand new. And that's good. got these outside speakers hooked up. I just realised. Why don't you hook them up? She never had the outside ones last week. You had that one in there playing. That's Apple TV. You just streaming it, eh? And then plugged it in there. Wireless. Yeah, it's a Apple TV and then plugged in in there where the outside one plugging over by the TV. No. Oh, then. You just got your iPod plug straight in the water. Tech time will come up when it's due. Oh, all right then. Which means. Da, 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 da. It'll be episode 199.94 of Radio Hot Lap. Welcome, viewers, to that zany, some may say light hearted podcast that covers the world of. Motorsport, national and international, gadgets, technology, barbecues, international gadgets, and booze, international gadgets, international gadgetry, in, in barbecues, no, barbecues. Mm. Oh, I have to say it quickly. Oh, and dogs is chiming in. Ned. She's got the. What the? Give me some Chinese. Oh, we'll talk about that later. But we'll just bring the dogs up. Hello, Russell sausage. Here we go. Sit down there. Sit, sit, sit. She's not looking sort of too uh, wrapped to be up there. Raggedy Ann. Oh, I think. Now, what have we got here? Because, you know, viewers, that tonight on this show, we've gone down to... Well, we, we, we're going to have to have to have get the viewers involved because... Well, we are. There's a chicken Nazi. I mean, a, a Chinese chicken Nazi. A Chinese, definitely a Chinese Nazi. In the local takeaway at... Down the road from the new this radio hotline. This is where the dogs are absolutely focused on. Could, oh. Can you see that, mm. Japes? Chunky, chunky bit of chicken. Dogs is hanging out for that. Oh. And it's gone. Oh, it's gone in. Now, here. Also. We've got to give it a try. Oh. Very moist. Mmm. Very flavoursome, too. Crispy chin. Crispy skin chicken. Yeah, but it's um, it's not so crispy, but it's um, mm. lovely flavour. It's flavor. actually got nice flavour, mm. hasn't it? Mm. Very pleasant. So, what are you having to drink, Johnny? Mate, tonight I'm having a um, well, earlier on, um, a little uh, Irvine Spring Hill Merlot was dropped around it. Two thousand eight. That's Eden Valley. 
that's that man, that cut. Um, and it's actually not too bad, a little bit sugary. But what I'm, I'm hanging out for is to try the, the Gravesgate, the um, 09 Shiraz. And, uh, mate, you know, no, that's Adelaide that, Hills. That's up from Chain of Ponds, I believe. Uh, should be uh, very pleasant. I think it's won a couple of gold medals, actually. So uh, hopefully uh, it'll be a nice drop once we get into it. I'm on the light beer as usual. So, but once we start eating, we'll uh, have a little sip of red. Here you go. Want a spot to theft? Oh, good. You love that. Oh, look, Spoke's been here. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's, right. the, he's the Qantas Club um, napkin specialist. Yet. So he doesn't have to buy paper towel. And serviettes. Isn't that right, Rust? Hey, what? The foie <laughs> Yes, what, dogs? <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know where Hardy's gone, viewers. He's disappeared again. He keeps doing this to me. Just one minute he's there, next minute he's gone. Here he comes. Back again. Just had to get rid of the music. Yeah, it was a bit... Uh, it was a bit... Over the top ambient. I thought it was actually quite a nice, nice introductory. Now... Introductory. Uh, JP, this is our first um, takeaway... You're admiring in you, little... <laughs> yeah, we'll get onto that later on. Uh, she's she's hanging for that chicken. There's a there's oh, a bit there's of, a bit of squeakiness. Well, well, what is it, Rust? What? Mm. <laughs> Dad, that chicken was good. What is it? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Rust. Well, that is a good sign. <laughs> Uh, chicken for dogs? Must be good chicken. Oh, 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 oh. Sit, sit. We're moving oh, up. All right. Oh, Here we go. Looks very good. Well, I'm going to get into the special fried rice. It is very good chicken, isn't it? It is. And it's not very lucky, nice. though. Have... Oh. Down there, sausage. Yeah. Down there, sit. Uh, uh, down you go. Come on, dogs. You're getting a bit carried away now. <laughs> so now you're going to get carried away. Alright, better get on the show. Come on, dogs, you're down here. Better have. Better talk to the viewers. Viewers are spewers if they don't get to hear what we're on about, and I suppose. Um, and having been broken before midnight last night on RadioHotLab.com website, I'm sure you can. Blow some wind up my ass on that later on, JP. I'm sure but, I can. But um, uh, yes, Nissan entering V8 supercars. Yes, quite great news, I think. Uh, certainly for the uh, for the spread of the championship and, and more manufacturers involved, it's got to be a really good thing. Everybody seems to be fairly positive about it. I think there's a few Ford and Holden fans who are a little bit upset about it. Probably with memories of um, the pack of arseholes and the. Uh, GTR back in the old days. <laughs> Quite right. Uh, yeah, well, look, I think, you know, the, the early days of, of, uh, of, of Nissan's involvement there before V8 supercars, where they, you know, it was, it was controversial how not only were they, <laughs> not only were they there um, taking the accolades away from Ford and Honda, but one has to remember that there were other brands involved there as, as well, well, like 
You know, back in, in 1986, Robbie Francovic won the Volvo. Uh, won, uh, the, yeah, the Australian Touring Car Championship with the uh, Mark Petch New Zealand entered um, Volvo. Hmm. Mate, that was, mate, that is brilliant chicken. It is, it's great. Mm, I'm liking it. Fried rice is good too. It's how much lighter is that chicken? Mm. Wow. Right. Those international guests and sundry who will be here, uh, four clips of five hundred at the world headquarters will be They'll be very happy about the uh, well, local isn't Chinese it, Isn't it away. good to know that I, you can go down the road and say, look, I just whipped this up. Mm. Very good. Oh. Wow. So, yeah, so... Now, the, the whole Nissan thing, the whole car of the future thing, this, I'm confused about the engine. Yeah, righto. Because you know that it's effectively a silhouette formula. You know that mm -hmm. the underpinnings of the cars are all identical, the drivetrains, the gearboxes, and you're just hanging panels off to make it look like whatever. So the but deal what is... about the control engines? So the deal is... Um, well, firstly, people, everyone today is going, oh, so they'll be running Godzilla again. No, they won't. Of course not. Because what they have to do in Bayatsu because is have a, a four-door car. With a rear-wheel drive. A rear wheel drive, and if they don't have a V8 engine that runs in the car, <laughs> the dog's All right, going dogs. off. What are we doing here? <laughs> Obviously, very nice chicken for dog. There you go. I'll have another chunk. Oh, this looks good. Oh, that's probably the. Um, Gonna be the beef with the. Um... No, it's the. Um... Oh, the. Yeah, what is beef? In it? Oh, it's, it's a combination. Was this What a happened to the... No, the chopped suey. It was meant to be chicken, isn't it? No, I thought we, I thought we went for the combo. I bet there's not a prawn in there. Prawn singular and plural, you know? Got any sheep in that? How no. many sheep are you talking about? If there's no prawn in there, I'll be spewing. I'll be down there. I'll be, I'll be going on. Where, no, you, where you are your prawn? That's all right. None. There's probably a token one in there somewhere. The token prawn. Yeah, you know how it works. So... Mm -hmm. So carry on with this engine thing, because that's okay, so got me stuck. Okay, so the deal is, if you don't manufacture one, we'll, we'll sort of create one like a crate engine. Right, but then, okay, well, so what's the basis for the crate engine? Is the crate engine a Ford engine well, or, a, or a Holden engine? At the end of the day, <clears throat> if the car they're trying to market, and what's going what's to turn up is a, is a chassis, it's not the Maxima or the Ultima. It's something mm. new that they want to launch into Australia. Right. Quiet dogs. Hey, it may be. It may. Ha it may have a V8 engine, but very unlikely. Mm -hmm. But in 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 Nissan stable, they yes. have V8 engines which will be available. They, and they may, may well be diesel turbos as well, because we saw Nissan Nissan in America powering the Nanny Roma Toyota at yeah. Dakar with a Nissan uh, turbo diesel engine. Right. Um, and also in the FIA FI, in the FIA GT championship, yes. those cars were not powered the sumo powered cars that were not uh, that Brabham was driving was not powered by a six cylinder twin turbo but rather a, a derivative Nissan V eight truck engine. Right. So 
clearly in this Nissan stable, they have a V8 engine, <laughs> excuse me, which has been, mm. which is manufactured by them, but they just mm. need to, like, reformularise it, I suppose. How do you get parity then? I mean, like, let's just say, if you look at a, an average... Euro- I don't know how that works, mate. No, but, you know, an average to- European or Japanese engine mm. would invariably be overhead cams. Not a push rod like mm. the Holden and the Ford. Look, it doesn't matter how. So that... does that therefore equal an uneven playing field? That's what I. That's what I can't get my head around. No, look, I think that I think what you re- I got to realise is that there's going to be quite a bit of dissension, you know, mm-hmm. across the fan base with a Japanese manufacturer coming in, mm-hmm. especially and also with Rust, you might, with Kelly Racing also defecting mm-hmm. across to. Both for technical and performance uh, at competition and financial gains, but they're going to be, there's going to be, you know, they're going to get booed like if they get, if they win, I think, uh, initially. But what we're we're seeing here is a a shift of power. I think it's, 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 especially in light of the the comments on a couple of shows ago we made when we saw um, Kim Carr. Mm. over in Detroit, on one hand going, yes, we're going to help out Ford and sorry, Holden, you're going to shut down. Well, look, hello, this, the thing's got to keep going. Mm. And 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 it's about delivering cars to the masses and so on, and that's why they're using it as a marketing vehicle. Sure. So, so I, I think I think the thing is, is going to be very, very positive going forward. I suspect, or would imagine, that, that Nissan, coming in first, you know, they're, they're going to get the dick sucked a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, but but because once they've in, already committed. once in, yeah. the rest of them are going to go. Oh, we've got to be in too. I think you're yeah. going to see an influx of people during the year. All right, Russ, I'll give you a bit more. An influx during the year. Um, to committing to car of the future. Well, they've all. I mean, you know, the hot rumor has already been even today on the on the broad media. That you know, uh, next one will be next cab off the rank will be Chrysler. Yeah, well, that's been linked to uh, Gary Rogers mm-hmm. because it's a you know Cummins derivative. Yeah, why not? So, well, this chicken it's sensational. It's the it is the it is the most moist, but mm. also uncrispy crispy chicken. Mm. But can you have both? It's not I crispy, mean, but. Very tasty. <laughs> right, well, how about squeaker here? Mm-hmm. Well, she loves it, obviously. Oh. And that's good, that stuff with all the veggies. I've got a, bit got of a, chow, a chow, chow person. Mm-hmm. Lots of veggies. In fact, usually it's the other way around. Crispy noodles. Now, how about this? There you go. Is that the veggies? Uncle Andrew can eat it. Hmm. <coughs> I need a wine glass. Oh. Well, anyone staying up here for Kutzel will be having luxurious meals. I'm, I'm super impressed. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, going down the pub and have, have a quick beer and then just <laughs> asking that lady Ruth, you know, what we thought about. She goes, shocker. 
She's a shocker as delivery, but bam, damn the food. Great food. Great food. Mm. Great food. But, just go back to Nissan again for a moment, JP. It's funding that's been, I think, been um, moved out of the FIA GT um, operate, uh, uh, the programs and, and here. And this is a factory effort. Yes. And they're also, their money goes further for in this in this part of the world. Like in Europe, no one's buying anything and or the perception that everything's toilet. Oh, so that's why I think we'll see, see Brabs come back and do some stuff. But guaranteed, I guaranteed you will see Brabs. Guaranteed in a Kelly car doing Nissan um, Enduro races next year. Guaranteed. Put money on Put money on it. There Big you go, money. viewers. Back with Johnny. Um, I'm also seeing that, you know, um, not really as a... Um, as Alex uh, Alex Premat's uh, move across here to GRM is, you know, are starting to be the well, hey, let's well, let's go there and let's mm. everyone go to Australia. Rusty Mont, uh, but um, but do you think that that part of that is the fact that Gary knows in the back of his mind that he could possibly get the Chrysler gig and no, I don't, no, national... no, that's not what I'm saying. No? I'm, it's not about the Chrysler gig. What I'm saying. Mm. Man, <laughs> she's just, carrying on, isn't she? Best chicken she's ever had in her life. <laughs> is that what, what what they're saying is that I think there's a, a big acknowledgement when the manufacturer like Nissan doesn't support a, a sports car program or anything else anywhere else in the world, but goes, We're going factory with V8 supercars. Well, what do the lead, what do drivers do? You know, the ones in Europe, they go, well, we use it because factory drive, factory drivers mm -hmm. are the Correct. dominance of Europe in yep. manufacturing. And, and so, so, so much so that, you know, Toyota uses its ex-Formula One operation in Cologne to do mm -hmm. its it factory operations in Europe. Yep. It doesn't seem to work for them to have the cars coming, cars coming out of Japan. Mm. And so I think a lot of drivers are going, hang on. We see a few of them going, you know, Simonson doing well here, da 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 da, mm. which, which is another frustrating issue I'll talk about we'll later. On to, yeah. Uh, um, but I think the attention is, is, is down here, and, and with 30 or 40 drivers out of the Peugeot 908 program, well, that's a good suddenly, point. suddenly um, going, uh oh, what am I going to do for a gig? They're all going to be sorting to come, come down here. I actually can't wait to see that. Not because um, I'm wanting to see all these internationals come down here, but I think that. That makes well, that's positive, though. But it'll basically, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuck-up tossers that are currently racing in the V8 Supercar Championship that need to get, you know, get a get, get real. They're, they're, they're pay drivers, and da, da, da. I'm not saying all the pay drivers are bad drivers, no. But there's a bunch of tossers there you can't talk to. Their shit don't sting. That they dig up their ass. You know, fuck them off. You know, and let's bring some European characteristics down here. And I think it'll be more fun and. The food and the, the whole thing, it'll change its, its characteristic. And yeah, there's going to be people that are going to be bitching and moaning about it, JP. Oh, it's not the same. Well, fuck off then. Don't watch it. But <laughs> conversely, there'll be plenty of people with high net, more high net worth that will come in and, and look at it. And then those that don't go to the car racing, mm, I suppose we'll come back. Mm. Mm. And, and also, well, if you enjoy it, motorsport, it, ups the you enjoy motorsport. it doesn't matter, does it? It ups the ante. You know, um, it means that the base, the base providers, like you know, Holden Ford, they well, they got it. They got to get this shit together. 
tray. It also brings the cost of drivers down because suddenly there's more drivers coming into it, there's more manufacturers, and they suddenly, uh-oh, like, we're not as we're not the protected species we thought we were. Well, absolutely not, mate. And they won't be. I mean, nor will, mind you, nor will Ford and Holden be. I mean, if you look at the current grid, I believe there's something like 17 Holdens on board this year. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not going to be next year, um, you know, presuming that we get more manufacturers on board on top of Nissan. And I think that that's good in the, in the overall big picture. I think it will make for more, far more interesting racing and far more interest just generally. And, and plus people, people like to drive or people like to support cars they drive. Now, I'm sorry to Ford and Holden for saying this, but you've only got to look at their sales figures for the last two years and the way they're dropping like a stone to know that a lot of people in this country are buying cars from elsewhere. And if those manufacturers of those cars come on board V8 supercars, well, then there's going to be a different support base and the whole thing's going to change. Look, we know the V8 supercars has always been a little bit inconsistent, but, you know, that... But when it, let's clarify that inconsistency. It's, you know, you, you learn from a mistake and you go, oh, OK, we won't do that again. Sometimes you see things and you go, that was madness. Why did we do that? And then... Mm. Okay, so when you when you're running when you're running into new ground where you don't know everything's at, you go well. You know, you, you're not you're always going to upset someone. Oh, for sure. At the end of the day, it's a marketing circus. Nissan is joining it because they've seen. Hang on a minute. Mazda three has become Australia's yeah, number hasn't eight, it? Australia's mm. number one favourite family car. Mm. Oh, Rust. No, I've never heard her going off like this about a, about a meal. She really is seriously going off. She's just sitting up there like Jackie. Mm. Did Jackie sit up? <laughs> Where'd that saying come from? Jackie. Yeah, no, didn't your mum say that? <laughs> My mum? What did your mum say to you, JP? I can't remember. Well, you never listened? Too long ago. No, probably not. Excuse me. Is it, we're going to see a man about a dog? Yeah. Where, that. Where, where's your father? Mm, yeah. Lizzie's room. Yeah, it's gone in. Gone to see a man about a dog, definitely. With Lizzie's room? Mm. No, I've never had Lizzie's room. With not a Tommy one. Must have been one of your Aussie ones. New Zealand ones. Oh, well, it could be New Zealand. I don't even thought about that. So, V8... Other V8 news, I mean, gee, apart from Nissan, there's not been a lot, a lot about. Uh, there's actually been a huge amount. So, yeah, V8 supercars, the rest of the news. I see David Reynolds has been confirmed as uh, Dumbrell's replacement in the uh, Botlow Falcon. So, that's pretty, pretty good for him. Um, I don't know how well he'll go in a Falcon, so, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be the team. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. But probably time to move on to F1 testing yep, this year. Testing's uh, been good. Kimmy, Kimmy come top, mm. top of the charts to start with, but yeah, quite rightly so. He said, look, the tyres mean nothing, because, you know, you don't know what 
configuration they're running on, and it's oh, funny no. when you get to a race where it really actually means anything. Oh, sprinters are going. Sprinters are going nuts. Going absolutely nuts. Yeah, the times I thought were quite interesting. I feel I've got a brain tumour. Oh, really? Yeah, around here. Nice that? of you to bring Can that you up. See a no? You feel like you've got a lump there, I suppose, wouldn't you? Sorry? Well, if you had a bald head, I might be able to see a lump, but you don't. So, oh. so yeah, Kimmy, but, but what about Duresta in the Force India a second? I mean, I know that this this early on, first day of testing, rah, 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 doesn't mean a lot. But I think to see Force India up there above the Mercedes and Red Bull and whatnot was still a, a positive thing for them, for sure, for this season. And many of the cars, if you've looked at the Ferrari, how it's got, it, it, the, 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 the nose comes the up and nose. it's got a step there. Yes. Well, it's got a step nose. But McLaren's the only one without the step. Well, Mind the step. Mind the step. That's right. Back what's to the old days. What's his name? Philip. Lim. 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 Lim's Lim. 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 nothing to Lim's do with it. Anyway. Yeah. anyway. <laughs> but uh, they've all sort of, all sort of got that. They've all sort of got that sort of... Yep. Which is ugly. 45... Yes, ugly. But McLaren haven't. They're the only team that haven't. And their car's not ugly. Oh. Are you sure? I'm sure. Absolutely. So, mm. interesting interpretation of how they can put the thing Oh, together. look, there's plenty of people talking about Formula One and, and go and listen to all that sort of stuff. But, hey, people are here for a conversation, JP. And I think that having a meal here, my feet on the table, or a bit of a spray in the background... No, really, it's the, it's the, we've got back to the essence of what Radio Hot Lap's about, is it? Just the is quiet chat over a meal and a drink. Well, that was where it all started, wasn't it? Let's face it. Do you, think, do you think we got away from what we were really meant to be about? No, I don't think we did. I think we were doing the right thing by the viewers. Uh, I think we still do. It's just a hodgepodge of stuff. You know? A hodgepodge. A hodgepodge. Well, there's all sorts of people coming down. Jezza and wife and well, grumpy, grumpy Greg. Grump, and now see viewers, grumpy Greg's coming back. Yeah. Which was a, 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 late, a, a late announcement. But it's a Ferrari F65 Tributo R-Bar on the back of the trailer. Again. Bitching and moaning, yeah. carrying on. Well, you know he'll just want to drive straight through and park over there, don't you? Well, he's got his, he's got his butter home. That's what I mean. I'll give him a PowerPoint and, and, yep. and some water and he's good. He is. Absolutely. Is there a power? Is there power in the shed? There's power in the shed. Well, there you go. You can just drive straight through. Park over there. Can he get under there, though? Oh, I don't know. I think he will. Tonight we were actually planning to have uh, Richard Crail on the show. Yes, um, you said Richard was coming. That is 12-hour media manager. But poor old Richard, is, he's worked himself into the ground. And I uh, spoke to him last night. And he, oh, the poor fellow. Yeah, typical. Taking on these all these new roles, of doing this, that, and the other thing, wrecking his health. But he does live up in sunny Gawler. Well, I mean, so what about there's a river meat company? Yeah, there is the Gawler River Meat Company. That's right, with those deluxe steaks that I burnt to death. No less. Oh, we won't go into that. No, we won't. Absolutely not. So I'll tell you what I thought was good to see. Uh, Daniel Ricardo up there in the fifth spot on the first day of testing at Jerez. Yes. 
That sort of augurs well for the season, I think. Good work. He was above um, Schumacher and uh, Button, Massa. So that was, you know, that was good to see. And Williams were in the top 12, so Maldonado. But all this cancellation of, of, of Peugeot, Peugeot, as we mm-hmm. know here, and, in, and, and, and Alan and Dominic losing the, uh, the handcook. Yeah, now tell us about that. Well, I see that you've put it up on the new website. I spoke to Alan last night, and then in fact I said, look, Hey, mate, you, you know, the, the Nissan gig's coming along and, um, you know, you're in with KR, so once you get a gig there, and he goes, well, look, I, I'd like to, but they, they want me to drive for nothing. I said, well, you can't be doing that. No, of course not. And uh, my comments reflected that. <laughs> of course they would, they wouldn't. Well, I thought, you know, professionals should be paid for their skills. Exactly. And, and otherwise we're just devaluing the whole thing. But I have a feeling that you know, in, a, in a relatively short period of time, it's all going to turn around and... Drives are going to get paid again properly, and, and us creatives will get paid for um, telling the story. I think that you find that the, the, the overall, the, the way of the world, um, now the US is back on the up and up, slowly but surely, but Europe's fading um, currently. Uh, when all this crap's out of the way and things are done and dusted and sorted out, then hopefully some normality will come back to life and yes you'll find that you know drivers will get paid properly creatives will get paid properly and uh, the next stage of growth will start happening oh I'm getting a shower Johnny well I'm going to I'm going to um, swap that into uh, stage four if that's okay with you a couple of other things I saw that uh, there was an interview with um, Adrian Newey uh, just before testing started uh, lamenting the rule change and the uh, lack of blown diffusers. Uh, he was very, very nervous about how this year's car is going to perform uh, for Red Bull. I mean, knowing that they've been on top for the last two years, and as a designer, you probably want to be on top again. Um, but he said, effectively, last year's car was totally designed around the whole blown exhaust strategy. Um, and so the positioning of the exhausts dictated the way the rest of the car was put together and now that's all out the window um, he's apparently very nervous about the fact that the rules this year are so rigid in terms of exhaust placement that uh, testing is going to be a trying time I think you could probably say so it uh, be interesting to see whether uh, Red Bull pulls up a little bit further and how well Weber does, I mean you know, he was going fairly well uh, yesterday um, and I believe that they've all got two days each driver so uh, by Friday or Saturday morning our time we'll probably know how well um, the current world champion is going to go in the same car and whether he does better or not or what they've learnt over the time but uh, so I think testing's pretty interesting actually it, it, it's, al- it's almost worth a TV special on its own that someone could sort of go there and follow the teams around for the for the whole week and um, and then put together an hour-long show of uh, how they were when they got there and how they developed and changed over the period. I think that'd be a great great TV spectacle, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, there's a few changes going on here at Radio Hot Lap, and as we've talked about, moving to moving to beyond towards two thousand. And and look, I thought I've been I'm working on the new website and I thought, well, I'll just I'll make it go live. 
Yeah. And, uh, what do you think of it? Well, I think it's great. Look, viewers, I'll tell you, if you have, well, obviously, you, you probably won't know until you've downloaded this podcast, or maybe not even after you've downloaded this podcast. Because they could just be just getting the podcast but, off iTunes. But that's right. If you if you've subscribed and you're just getting it off iTunes, you won't even know that the website's changed. But to a magazine Hardy, format. Hardy sent me the uh, link yesterday morning to the new 2012 Radio Hotlap website. Um, which yesterday morning there was lots of Laurel Ipsum uh, type stuff hanging around the place um, <laughs> where the text and whatnot hadn't been put in but the, the basic framework was there and then this morning he sends me an SMS saying that it's up and going and you must have been, did you do an all nighter last night? Well that's why I've got a brain tumour Well that's probably the reason <laughs> but it looks real good and so we've all got um, the ability for a bit more input now so, you know, if you if you look at go to the team page, you find that everybody on the team page actually has uh, a, a level of, uh, of, of um, communication there, and, and anybody who goes to the website is free to make comments. So we're trying to make it a bit of a social. Well, I wouldn't say we're trying to make it a social media thing uh, as such, but we thought we're filling the gaps between one show and the next. Feedback, food, so. wine, yep, so, wine and song. Yeah, um, and song. And I don't know where the song's going to come from, viewers. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, where there's wine, there's song. Wow, true. <laughs> where there's wine, there's song. <laughs> if you have enough wines, there's plenty of song. Oh, you're not going to go into golf. <laughs> uh, even uh, Dr. Aper has uh, been given a, 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 a login, and, and he's going uh, he, he? he's, he's, he's to be, he's gonna be contributing. He's going to be contributing. the latest Microsoft the, news. The, uh, the, yeah, the, the, pro, the pro Microsoft program. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even though he's got an iPhone, he won't be... The rest uh, of is. Is he, is he going to go and uh, buy a Nokia now? Incidentally, talking to Nokia, are we on tech time now? Here we are. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh we need a bit of a segue sound. Oh, it's there you go. Tech time's still the same sound, viewers. Hey, oh. I'm going to try that. Hey, is it good? This Merlot, I'm, I must say, this Merlot, I am incredibly impressed with. Yeah, it, it, I'm not a Merlot lover label, particularly, it? and it's yeah, it's Shitty a very label. average label, but it's a an Irvine 2008 Spring Hill Merlot from uh, Irvine Wines in Eden Valley, you know uh, which is I'd just outside with, you know the uh, you, the Barossa. You got another one of those? No, I haven't actually. But you know, you given to, to me by a grateful you client. You need to get another one of those and take the label, and take the label off. And give it to the missus and see what she thinks. Without saying a word, through, give her a BT. Because she reckons she, she reckon can pick a Merlot at 500 miles. Yeah, give her a BT. So, yeah, that's a good idea. I might try that. I might take what's left in there home, actually. This is no, no, no. No, oh, no. Oh, no okay, I'm not taking that. She'll smell a rat. She will smell a rat. You're probably right. Although, if I took it home and then just cunningly poured some in a glass tomorrow night and she thought she was having a Shiraz. aired up. Yeah, true. You know... You need to do the B, the full BT. So I don't know where you get hold of it from. So I would suggest you Google Irvine. I think you might need to do a few. And there's blind and it's a 2008, but it is a very very nice Merlot. And according to the back label, uh, Joanne Irvine, who's the winemaker, says many years ago, my father said, if I ever have my own vineyard, there will be only one red grape planted, and that will be Merlot. So this is it. And it is very, very nice. Premium Merlot. So, there you go. You wouldn't know it with the shitty label. You wouldn't, but 
the taste is certainly... Look at that, look at that, look at that thing there. Have a look how long that dog is. And, and how fat that and dog is, with a little chicken. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chicken dog. Hey, look at the face on it, will look you? Look at it. Right, you two are taking the piss out of me. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Russell Sausage. Come on, you. So back to where we were no, don't go with the ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling tech time oh. and the Nokia with the Windows phone that Miss Dr. Aper's going to uh, preview, no doubt, when he switches from his iPhone. I see they're going to um, shed 4,000 manufacturing jobs around the world uh, over the next year um, in... Hungary, Mexico, Finland, um, and they're gonna, apparently they're going to phase it through the end, right to the end of this year. And the layoffs are part of a larger restructuring plan um, based on a review of its smartphone manufacturing operations. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. Well, it's not interesting to see. It's uh, a bloody shame for 4,000 people who are going to be losing their jobs. And it's all over Europe, and that's not going to certainly help the European cause at the moment, apart from the Mexicans. No, absolutely not. There's a few new patents that have been uh, lodged with Apple in the last uh, mm. last week, and everyone's, everyone's, everyone's focused on iPad 3 or you know, the Alice. Yeah, everybody's but, talking about iPad But But um, it's quite likely that could be gym equipment. Gym equipment, as yes, in well, physical the, fitness. The, 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 all the iOS operating system being integrated into into gym equipment. Right. And um, I would think that's uh, that, that that's quite likely because you know people want to know what's going on, whether they're getting good, bad, da da da. Currently, you know, it, it's a bit, it's a, it, it's not, it's not very integrated. True. Piecemeal operation. So, are we talking in terms of? They're expanding the current uh, iPod situation where you've got the Nike tie-up and you can um, I'm see thinking how that they're, they're, running they're, is they're, and all that. They're, but it's, it's that a device they might have on their person as they walk into a device into a, a, a training device may automatically recognise where they are and will upload the data um, and their, 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 their workout. In, Information into into a, into a cloud scenario. I was going to say that'd be a cloud scenario for sure. For, yeah, and uh, and you know, seamlessly that, that that's it. you know like you people come to, to exercise; they don't need to be pressing buttons. So True. you know, a zero config solutions probably where you just walk through the door and it goes, oh, that's Joe so and so because he's got that armband or that iPod or whatever on his person, and uh, I'll keep track of what he does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Now, I see Sony have unveiled the greatest headphones ever, or your money back. Oh, really? Tell yep. us. Uh, yesterday, apparently, these headphones... I'm looking forward to hearing they've something got good coming out of that, that company. Because well, <laughs> you've Mind you, there's just too many fanboys out there. If, and if we, they're we, giving, we're not Apple fanboys. If, we're giving, if they're giving money back, they, they better be damn good, because they're not cheap. So and they're already losing money. What they've done is they've got these headphones with a micro-sized BA driver, and these BA drivers have got the ability to combine full-range woofer, tweeter, and super woofers all in one what tiny What does BA room. mean? I don't know. Bloody awful. Well, it could be bloody awful. Anyway, the micro-sized BA drivers... Bass acoustics. Probably. That would be right. A quarter of the size of conventional 13.5mm drivers but with a similar level of sensitivity, blah de blah de blah 
And apparently in this range, there are 11 new models. Now they range from an entry level XBA1, which uses one single balanced armature driver. Ah, oh, there you go, BA, balanced armature. Ah, armature, because you know what an armature yeah. is. You know, an electric motor, Yes. it, it has a winding yes. around a magnet. Yeah, that's, that's right, an armature. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I remember that from model train days. Well, I like trains. I know you like trains. Well, anyway, they're the cheap ones, the XBA ones, are ninety nine ninety five RRP. Uh, sorry. Um, oh, in the bag. Dogs is in the bag, viewers. Dogs in the bag. And then they go from from this now this is Australian dollars, Australian ninety nine ninety five RRP. Then you go up to the XBA S sixty five, which is a sports flavour. Look, they still have a problem pair. with naming conventions. They do, but these, listen to these. It's just a head in the bag. They're a sports flavoured model that is water resistant and washable. These XBAs. S sixty fives. Now they will cost you a mere Australian three ninety nine ninety five RRP. Do you see that any of this sort of technology would be actually working its way into the V eight supercars? Because I mean, you, you'd need a bit of a VA in your ear, wouldn't you? Well, not a VA, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't so you can hear what's going on. But top of the range, you want to know the top of range? Top of the range. Uh, and here we go. It's the good Sony name again. The MDRNC85D. And what are they? Digital noise cancelling balanced armature. An eye watering $549.95. Cheaper than a Sennheiser. True. But so that, it'd be interesting to see that, how that they go. Also, also cheaper than a stolen business class club. <laughs> Uh, one would do that. So you got tech. Do you know when you when you get into the, the plane in, in poverty and in, in on poverty on a domestic it's flight, everything's like poverty. it's all like it flies it flies business nationally. You know, I can unless remember. you're going like from 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 east to west or something like that, yeah, or it's a yeah, night flight, yeah, and you are doing business. But seriously, do you really need to fly Sydney to Melbourne business? No, that's ridiculous, isn't and it? It's stupid, ridiculous. Absolutely, you can get more work done before and after the flight in the Qantas Club than you can on the plane flying business. Would the Prime Minister please return to her seat? You've exceeded your speaking time. In fact, you've exceeded your speaking time for life. And see this middle object here coming slowly out of this barrel? It's going to hit you and you won't feel anything. Look, could you just sit down? Can you say that? I just did. Could, could you just go away? Because you are a bit annoying. A bit not that the go. choice is any better, but well, exactly. Then there are no better choices. Mm, anyway. thing we'd want to be. We, we don't want to, We're not poli We're not political. And they said politic. We're not political on this show. We shouldn't be yeah, talking. Yeah, I don't know that. that uh, yeah. Really. Oh, now, go on. Go on. Geek gadgets. Yes. And they're not tech at all. Not uh, well. Barely tech. Barely tech, but they both appealed to me. I saw them today. There's a geek gadget for the kitchen, which is, and you can Google this, viewers, a Joseph Joseph Fruit Invaders chopping board. But perhaps we should be giving the viewers the links. Yeah, well, you can just Google this. Short and you'll find it, because I did, and I found it. Give all right? short links. Well, just Google Joseph Joseph Fruit Invaders chopping board. 
Eddie's got him. Joseph, in, uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream. Yeah, I've got right. Okay. Right. It's okay. a, but if you remember your old Space Invaders... Just, just type in choir and you'll get it. If you, shut up. If you, <laughs> if you remember your old Space Invaders with the black screen and the aliens coming down in layers oh, of Gallagher. rows... I love Gallagher. I love right. Gallagher. And so the, lo- the layers in this, you've got like kiwi fruits, pineapples, strawberries, raspberries, and I can't work out whether they're apples or lime slices. And they're arranged in rows, just like the flying saucers and the spaceships and aliens in the original. And then the guns that used to fire at the bottom are like watermelon slices, and they're firing bananas and chilies up at this other fruit. It looks awesome. It's it's a bit of a take on ninja. Well, it is. Fruit ninja. So there you go. So make make a nice talking piece chopping board. Geeky kitchen. And then, the other thing I found, Star Wars chopsticks. That sounds interesting. <laughs> they're great. They look like little miniature lightsabers. Uh-huh. And there's three types. You've got... Uh, and the lightsaber bit where the light would come out from is the chopstick shape that goes to a point. And they're translucent plastic. And you've got red for Darth Vader, green for Yoda, or blue for Luke Skywalker. And the actual handle where you'd actually hold the lightsaber is different for each one. Do you get laid in the end? And if you want to su- suss them out to eat your Chinese with, you can go to strapyourworld.com, S-T-R-A-P-Y-A hyphen world, and just put in on the search Star Wars chopsticks. It's it's pretty trick, I've got to tell you. You've got very, so, small, you've got very small cowlickers. I can see them from here. <laughs> so no longer do you need the fork to be with you. Or, 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 Had to get that bit in. Yeah. that when I was writing yeah. it down. Yeah. Trains. Yeah. We, we, we're going to... Always trains. You know, I, I mentioned trains. to the... I mentioned, JP. Yeah. I mentioned to you this before, uh, that we will be going and doing a, uh, a show in Post 200 at a train nutters conference. Right. And all the trains will be going, we'll talk Casey Jones's... Yep. Grand shop. Yep. I can't wait. That's fantastic. That'd be great. I love trains. I like trains too. I like trains. So we're going to that place down um, Regency Road where all the little model ones go everywhere on a Sunday. You're not Je- telling me, are you? Jezza no. Ah, Jezza no. Ah, that'd yeah, be he's right. A, he's, a, he's a bit of a closet mm. train setter. Is he? Yeah. I thought there was something a bit funny about Jezza. He'll come back to us now. Yeah, he's heard yeah. that. He'll be getting comments from him on the website for sure. Vino. You know, it's also, it's also worth pointing out that Whilst they haven't been on the show recently, Linda, that'll be her. No, it's not. And um, and Mr. Mr. Chris. Yes, I still on the website. We're not talking to them. We're not. The love's not going on. But nonetheless, they have are have been included on the site. Well, because, because they've got historical, historical significance. Absolutely, and you know. Bruce Vegas. Yep. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Vegas. Mother of Matilda. Yep. Pain of But nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. Nonetheless. Still love her dearly in a certain way. She has to be included on the side. In fact, will we'll be included because she, it's it's part of history. It is. It absolutely is. 200, 200 episodes worth of history. I spoke to... Uh, Spoke to Casey George the other night. Yes. Uh, Jack Hillsgood, uh, as he's well known. 
um, in the uh, prison, prison fraternity. And, uh, <laughs> prison fraternity. What? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I just spoke to him the other night. <laughs> That's very good. I wasn't about anything. I didn't have anything to say. I just sort of spoke to him the other night. <laughs> and um, no solid sandwiches involved. What? And no hold the egg whites? No, no. Or is it the egg yolks? No, no. Uh, no, oh, no it's, it's, it's troublesome. Can you pass that to Deluxe Graves Gate, Adelaide Hills Charades? Because I, I need a taste of it, absolutely hand that over to you right now. Look, JP, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about uh, our friend George Medici and, and that, um, you know, that the, the events of... The, of West in, uh, yeah. um, in, in, in Tasmania a couple of weeks ago, where the, I think it's all common knowledge now about the, the huge well, accident he had. But it's been all over the bloody yeah, internet I know, and but, YouTube. But isn't Do we like, really know the story? Yeah, though? But, well, the point is, that isn't it like normal press that, you know, they're so irresponsible. They'll put um, uh, you know, a, a, a train smash or a plane yes. exploding and oh. killing 200 people on the front page, but they wouldn't bother to go, quintuplets were born and they are the most beautiful quintuplets. And no, you're people, right. what is it correct. that people like, uh, like tragedy? So, um, well, uh, we're look, gonna, I'm, I'm going to get George on the phone, and, and, and I think George would probably want to. Hopefully, he'll want to put it on, we'll want to give us his record, point of view. You know. What as to exactly what happened, because nobody's actually, from what I can gather, actually asked him and, and interviewed him as to what happened. Um, I mean, when you say what, what you just said, Sydney Morning Herald apparently uh, gave it coverage on their website the next morning. by the press. It is, but would, would that event, would Targa Rest Point have even got a mention in the Sydney Morning Herald? Oh, you're absolutely without, right. Without I happening. mean, it's ridiculous. I would. And this is the annoying thing about mainstream pr press, is that if you win it, you're expected to win it. Yeah. It's procedural. Yeah, it's and then only you get the drama. About, and you get two column and that, inches and going, that's not so fair. and so won Tiger Rest Point. And yesterday. what they don't do is go and say, hey, let's have a look at the, at the driver's pedigree and, and where he's come from and all mm. this stuff. And you think about, like, hello, like, you know, did anyone bother to say that he'd won Mount Buller Sprint? On his debut. No. All right. Did anyone bother to say you've been overseas racing with Mark? Oh, they Ambrose did actually. They did actually the say that he yeah, was they, racing NASCAR, but that's yeah, all but they, they said. But they. Yeah. It's, it's so I many tears there. You know that he's been very successful in the V8 Utes, and mm -hmm. he's moving on from there. But it's extremely damaging for a young driver's career, and I can see that this is. I I I, I would feel that he would be feeling very. Um, people are laughing at him, and that's. Absolutely That's the wrong thing to do. Absolutely right. You know what it comes back yeah. to? Friggin' tall poppy syndrome that we run in yes. Australia, which is, I think, one of the most awful attributes of Australians. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a damaging thing. I mean, like to the extent that today, our courier driver who comes into us every day and knows that I'm into motorsport, and he's he watches the V8s, you know, rah, rah, rah. He came in and he goes, did you see that George Mediki crash on YouTube? And it's like, well, OK, if it's got to that level... Then that's just pure sensationalism. And, and none of them are bothered. And they've never, never heard of either George nor no. watched any of the sport. That's right. And so, like, the only reason, the, the only coverage is this. Is, yeah, because is someone George sent and, someone and, a link and, going, cool, get a load of this crash. flying off the rail. Yeah. I mean, it's just exactly. that. It, it is super annoying. 
Um, super, super annoying. And whilst it drags attention in a certain way, it's 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 very damaging stuff. And for a, a young driver who's a very focused, uh, as I'm probably reiterating from before, it makes well, me extremely cross. Bathurst that, that, last that, year, when when we spoke to George at Bathurst, he was on the Bathurst show again. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's downing on. Yeah, it's just not fair because it's um. It, it's extremely, uh, extremely hurtful, and 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 and, and you know, people. That, so many other other people think, oh, you know, if you just sit in a race car, you know, like or driving a car, there's nothing, no physical energy involved there. Well, let me tell you that not only is it extremely mentally strenuous, it actually is physically strenuous. Oh, without a doubt. And and, uh, and uh, certainly on warm days, mm. like. Um, the clips of 500 coming up, I and mean, we've talked about this before. The, 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 the temperatures, the ambient temperatures inside, inside the cars, the car, are 40 plus degrees, huge. And it, look, look at tonight. It's beautiful. Imagine if we have, if we have a racing at this sort of temperature, because we, we, we like, we like clips of about the 23, 24, 25, 26 yep, degree zone. Yeah, 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 that yeah. means Mid-20s. all the families and kids come, and the drivers. It's about like 10 degrees more, and of course, it, you know, the, the, the the thing is that if we put any any heat deadening material in the car, yep. because exhausts run directly under the driver's feet, and of course there's a plate to isolate them so that their their feet don't, don't get hot and they can touch the pedals and so on like that. Um, it, it, it's um, you know when the temperature goes up, they, they can't perform, and, and no wonder mm. mistakes are made. So I I'm a bit cross with yeah. the media again. You know me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, With mainstream media, it's the they just thing, isn't it? They just—they don't tell it yeah. how it should be, and it's sensationalised. And I think I think I'd like. And I th- I'd, I'd, but to be honest, though, there's there's another side to this coin. You're not a splash of that. Just a splash, thank you. It's very nice, actually. I have to say, uh, viewers. That's, uh... Oh, what, do you want to know what it is? Well, did, we told them earlier, but you should probably tell them again. Gravesgate, Gravesgate, Graves, Adelaide Hills, yeah, Adelaide Hills, Chain of Ponds. Well, how much was it? About seventeen bucks. Yeah, eighteen bucks. It's got a couple of gold labels. Mm. Uh, what do you got then? A chain of ponds. Chain of ponds. No Where there's a bit of water, stage yeah, one. Yep. Adela- classic Adelaide. Yep. The old classic Adelaide. The old, which supposedly is going to get a very, very big makeover this year and uh, running in uh, August. So what a, what a perfect segue. Absolutely. How good are you? I don't know. Just a bit lucky. <laughs> the memory bank's working. Got to be a good thing. So, should we try and get George? Well, he needed a bit t- about ten minutes to get his his phone charged. So, uh, right, okay, fair enough. But, but last night, let me tell you something. To ha- something happened that has not happened before. Right, FWBM cooked yes. a meal. What tacos? As is shown that on slow mo tacos on radiohotlap.com, the new site. I mean, I tell you, I was super. You'd have been super impressed. You'd have liked it because I yep. know you like it. Yeah, he did. He got corn. He actually cooked it and I shaved the corners. Freaking yeah. great! He does good tacos. Well, there you go. That's something for the guests to uh, hoe into one night. So I think that when uh, when the, the viewers are down here, yep, uh, for, for, for Clipsal, Clipsal or, or, or whatever Clipsal. that the, the Clipsal capital T, that I think he's uh, he's up he's up for that. I think, um, yeah, right, I think he should be. 
Brother, I've, I've, got, I've, I've got a bit of overdue meat in the fridge. I'll, I'll give it. Japes? What do you mean, overdue meat? Japes. Japes. Now, the viewers, Japes. Oh, this is an FWBM thing, oh. right? As, I mean, now, the guy's a pom, and I call him Andrew. I never, I've never, ever referred to him as Andy or Drew or any of the abbreviations for Andrew. I always call him Andrew. Now, I'm JP, and he's abbreviated me to Japes. Is it okay? I don't mind it. It's fine. I don't mind it. But it's quite ironic, I think, coming right from Right, here you go. Uh, coming over. Whoop. All right, what have we got? Oh! Okay. A bowl of roast. Look, it's out of date, but it's a, it's it's a bowl of plate. Of date. Now, how long before now, I can need to cook that? Mate, best before the 8th of Feb, which was only yesterday. It's shrink-wrapped. It's just going a little bit dark on the outside, which is fine. Mate, if it was me and I was going to put that on my spit roaster, I would leave that in the fridge until Sunday. Ooh, and it'd be almost a little bit of grey. Would I shave a bit off? No, no. Just, just, just cook just, it because if you if you if you rub some nice oil over there and salt it with garlic salt, the outside will go all crunchy anyway. Right. And it's going to be as long as it's cooked, right, I'll flick it'll that be up. beautiful. Flick that up. It'll be that very, very okay. Very next tender. one, Now the other day we went to oh, Burnside. I've got another one. Oh, sorry, hang on. Nose up, Burnside. Burnside. It's a new operation and. Uh, Man, I can't believe that they, there are deals going on at the Coles. At the Coles? At Coles. You know, the Coles, Coles are doing deals. Schweppes, one and a half litre, dollar. Yeah. Uh, dollar, dollar. Yeah. And stuff like this. Have a go at that. What have we got here? Coles Grill, thin beef steaks, Argentinian barbecue style. Now, does this mean they're marinated or is this just pure steak? No, they're marinated. No, marinated. I didn't say marion. Tosser. <laughs> yeah, they are marinated. Yeah, but right with right. no added hormones. But it doesn't say what they're marinated you with. You haven't got any added hormones. Oh, hold on, here we go. Yes, it does. It says... Energy pro oh, here we go. Beef, salt, what's maltodextrin? Dehydrated vegetables, garlic, red capsicum, onion, herbs and spices, pepper, basil, cayenne, chilli, oregano, bay leaves and parsley. Natural flavours, sugar, vinegar, red wine, tapioca starch, yeast extract, vegetable gums, and natural colour. Oh, a few additives in there. Maybe present milk and gluten. Mmm, okay. So, it's, the secret to that's going to be all in the cooking, isn't it? See, the thing that always worries me about these sorts of marinated stuff is what that marinade's made from and whether it's actually going to stick to your barbecue plate and burn. Yeah, you know, well, it says it's a grill job. Yeah, I know it does, but, you know, even then you still I get that burnage. Not a good thing. Oh, hello. Incoming trains. You know, that's a train. And that train means, let's get that bit back in the, in the rigid... In the rigid ditch fridge. You've got to keep it, keep it nice and cool. It'll be fine. Yeah, don't keep saying that. I don't mind it, viewers, but I don't like it either. Japes. Bloody japes. Right, look, what we're going to do is get George on the phone and just uh, see what he has to say. But, you know... Everyone will have asked him, JP, about what went on down there, yep. and, and I'm not going to... We're just going to let him tell his own story. I think, I think that's the, that's the, way, that's to the way to do it. Otherwise, 
He's been a fan of the show. From for, for the mouth of the horse. We could call him Viral George. We do not want to be... Because he has gone viral, but we shouldn't really allude to that fact. Absolutely. Anyway, Sturdy's got to say for himself. Hey, how you doing, dude? Good. Hi, hey. George. Hey, mate, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing, more importantly? You'd be, you'd, be, you'd be happy to be back in the warm part of the world, wouldn't you, instead of being freezing your ass over, over in Charlotte? Uh, <laughs> I picked it right, you know, just after it started to get cold, I just got the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> or or, did, or did, you didn't get a marriage proposal or anything like that? There might have been a shotgun chasing me out of the place, but no, um, no, it was just uh, time was right, and uh, it's always nice to come back to Australia and, and Port Macquarie um, over Christmas. So uh, right. I do enjoy that. We have to ask you about chicken wings. So, look, did did you did you did you get a few like dares at Buffalo chicken wings and with people over there saying, oh yeah, you're going to have like the really hot ones and you know and having to drown your sorrows in some ranch dressing. <laughs> Funnily enough, I had. Uh, Triple atomic. And I just, yeah, and I had the one, and it was enough to, I was sweating for about a half hour afterwards. Um, but uh, with those things, you just got to get them down and just deal with the consequences afterwards. I was watching, uh, I came home from, from work today, and this uh, show, Man vs. Food, was on the guy was doing the hot wing challenge. It was pretty interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, 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 isn't it funny, like, chilies? They're one of those things that, you know, you, you, you have a bit yourself, and you go, oh, Man, that's killing me. And then you sort of think to yourself, <laughs> I can set a mate up with that. <laughs> it's always yeah, no, about setting that up. Hey, so what's the plan for the year? Uh, development series, man. It's, um, it's, you know, it's about 95% done. It's pretty close to Clipsville now, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something I'm really excited about. That's been something that Max and I've been working on for a long time. You know, we've probably really honestly decided that, that Australia was the place for me in about August. Um, so it's been, a, it's been a while in the, in the making and, and uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to drive one of the cars and it's been, been really exciting. But, you know, to be honest, I've got a bit of um, recovering to do. I had a big crash a couple of weeks ago and, um, and had a little bit of muscle damage um, up in my shoulder. So I'm just sort of a bit anxious to see how that all turns out. Look, I think a lot of people have um, have, have had uh, plenty to say about that, and, and you know, there's there's plenty of other websites that want to talk about that sort of stuff. I think it's sort of done and dusted, and it's like really good that you know, you're okay from that, George. But, yeah, absolutely. And, and move, moving on from that, and, and talk about that a little bit later if you like. But I'm mean, so I'm really interested to know about, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, you've done some testing. I think you did some testing in Winton earlier, or early in the very early in the year, or very early late last year. Um, in development series, um, and now with the cars that have a like outlawed double rear spring rear ends, which is sort of effectively going to make the the main game groups, the main game uh, hand me down group, let's say, um, more even with the rest of the team. I, I, I think it's it's it, it must be looking an exciting field for you. It is it's a good leveler, you know. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm. Um you know, the, the, the way the plan is at the moment, you know, we're going to be in, in, in the best 
privateer team, and we were we were one of those teams that were probably going to struggle from not having that uh, that jewellery spring. And, and that, that, as you were saying, a lot of you know some of your viewers might not uh, might not know about that stuff. And basically, it just allowed a car to turn and go. Whereas generally, we have to sort of sacrifice one or the other with these cars a little bit. Um, and uh, and so yeah, but not only that, but it's sort of hit two birds with one stone now. You know, now you're not getting the big setup. Um, uh, trickle down where you did get with the main series teams where they would just keep throwing the main series setups on the development series cars and the development guys would just keep getting these big legs up whereas you know now they're sort of the setups are going to be quite different from uh, from development series car to main series car and it's going to, going to cut that that um, uh, technical and, and setup advantage off a little bit you know by no means is it going to get rid of it um, you know, the main series teams are where they are because they're the best at what they do, you know, but I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. And, and you know, on the, there's a there's a uh, an engine rule that's coming in. I'm not sure why it's only coming in from the third round, but it's to bring the, um, the engines in line with what's being used in the main series where, you know, for example, uh, guys like Triple Eight have actually got their, their development series cars have actually got more power than their main series cars. So, you know, it's... Um, Step in the right direction for sure, and it's good to see that it's being recognised. Is that to say that the the development series, where you, what you mentioned there, the control camshaft coming in on the third round, that they're not running control camshafts in level one? That's, well, they are in level one, but they're not in development series. Right. But as of, okay. as of March, they will be. So as of as of as of round three, not March. So yeah, round right, three, so they will May. be. Um, yeah. You know the the um, the you know it's all hearsay, and and obviously. You know, if you're someone like Triple Eight, you're going to operate at the best level you possibly can. And and without a controlled cam, um, Triple Eight's development car actually had more power than the main series cars this last year. Um, and you would assume it, w- it will continue to do so for the first three rounds. So it, it's it's. But the, the, the great thing is, that supercars are making an effort to um, to do that. But why there wasn't a controlled cam in the first place is, is beyond you or me. I think. Well, like, I mean, you know, mm. perhaps it's just the, the concept of the name development that the 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 the, the, the mind is a little mind bit more freedom. No, it wasn't going on the freedom, but it was yeah. quite clear that the the double spring rear end cars were um, squat and go out of a corner, and you know, hello, we're just driving away, and you'd be going, well, what can I do? I, could, I noticed it. I noticed it substantially at um, uh, at uh, the test of Winton. You know, when you get behind the. Uh, the STR um, SG that they ran in the development series, you know, those guys engineer a fantastic car, and, and uh, you know, when that thing, you know, it turned as well as mine, and then I just watched that rear end squat down, and that thing just honk off into the distance. I was that thinking, was that Chaz car? Really tough to go up against that. Was that Chaz car? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, I mean, um, it's, it's just to be expected. And that that hand me down, you know. Well, it's good. It's, to, it's good that they're leveling the playing field. Yeah, on a, on a lot of on a lot of levels, it is very good. You know, um, Hardy and and going, but you know, uh, it's quite a substantial change. But not only that, it, 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 the the re- the jewelry spring requires an incredible amount of brain power to get the thing to work. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's another full time engineer just on the springs on the on the rear suspension just to get the loads that they need. Um, so. It's an incredible expense, and if you look at it, the development series from, like you say, it's not. It's, it is called the development series, but I, I, I sort of view it as more of a personnel development rather than a technology development series. 
Um, and, uh, and, you know, if you're talking in terms of engineering um, drivers and crews and, and crew chiefs and engineers and stuff like that, then you need to do that from a more, a slightly more cost-effective point of view. I mean, if you, it, 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 George, if, if you sort of, in a weird way, if you liken it um, and uh, to uh, what's going on in NASCAR, I mean, you, you, mentally, well, I suppose people would think, oh, well, okay, so like uh, X for Jitsu, DVS is like nationwide, and then Sprint Cup is like main game. Yet <laughs> um, it, it's it's like um, you know Edwards is only just going right. I'm only going to do like main game. I mean, it, it's. It's it's pretty difficult for 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 people to to realise that you know and I, and I think that this is also a fault of the sport within Australia and the media is mostly is that we don't recognise that um, that the, the development series is actually really where they should be watching because that's going to be where the most excitement is because main game can actually end up being very processional. Well, yes, yes and no, Hardy. I do agree with you on one point. I think, you know, it's always exciting for people who are genuinely interested in the sport in terms of a long-term perspective, you know, to keep an eye on where the talent's coming from and, and who the next guy's going to be and, and all the rest of it. Um, because... But the, the, the main series is, is a processional simply because, you know... The, the guys operate at such a high level. You've got such a huge depth of talent um, in that series and such a huge depth of both in engineering and in, in driving. So, you know, that's, that tends to happen. Um, I think the, the car of the future is going to be an interesting thing. You know, it's definitely going to, to um, uh, spread the field back out again a little bit, in my opinion. Um, the good guys will stay good. Someone might steal a march on everyone else, but... Uh, um, you know, it's definitely going to, to change the balance a little bit, and it's going to mix things up. And especially with today, the announcement of, of Nissan being um, entering a factory team, you know, it's going to be a, definitely a pretty interesting to watch. Uh, mate, I have to ask you: Have you got a Nissan uh, dealership in your operation up there in Port Macquarie? <laughs> right about now, I'd probably be probably would like to have one, mate. But we do have Chrysler. <laughs> Chrysler. Okay, yeah. So, so you, so Gary rang you. <laughs> You'd look good in a, in a funky hat. Sorry? You'd look good in a funky hat. I reckon you could, you know, you could, you could ham it up. <laughs> but will they let you run 20-inch rims on the Chrysler in the development series? This is the question. <laughs> chrome rims. <laughs> yeah, they've got to be chrome. <laughs> You've got to swap out the cool suit for a subwoofer. That's the only problem. <laughs> Very good. Look, George... Um, Look forward to seeing you down here in a few weeks' time. Yeah, and, yeah, um, absolutely. But come round to the new world headquarters if you've got time, or uh, you know, I'll catch up with you and your dad at a TCM gig or something like that. But uh, most of all, best wishes for the new season. And, uh, you know, uh, from one Port Macquarieist to another, and, you know, Blake is. Yeah. I didn't realise that. I didn't realise how much. I didn't realise how much you owe me now, what you've torn out of my. Conti, Conti, Continental Conti Sport 3s. I didn't realise there were a thousand dollars a corner. I'll let you take that car up the, <laughs> up the hill there. I was pretty nice to it, Hardy. I wasn't oh, that Mate, I, I know you're gentle. He's I mean, hankering for a deal on new boots, George. Mate. No, no. 
I don't know. Look, hey, if you've got a continental deal, I'm in on it. And I don't mean cup of soup. <laughs> All right, mate. A friend who sells them, funnily enough. <laughs> hey, are, th- are there any of the uh, Focus RSs up to your way at all? Uh, is no, any- not that I've seen, mate. They're a pretty rare bird, you know. Um, they're um, a beautiful thing. I can't, I, when I drove yours, I could not believe how well it put the power to the ground. And, the, and, and uh, not only that, but the, that sort of... You can just leave it in a gear and I think it just chug away and poof, you know, off you go and off you are and uh, burst, you know, a puff of smoke. It's amazing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. 440 Newton metres of torque. Don't you love that? Uh. <laughs> All right, mate. Look, look forward to seeing you down at, uh, at the Clipsal, as they call it here. And uh, thanks for saying g'day to Radio Hot Lap tonight. And um, please tell everyone about the new Radio Hot Lap website. Um, we don't have to tell you to tell you to do that. That's right, because you're one of the you're one of the team. Let's listen. Let's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're on that. You know, I'm just gonna, you know, I started, I started following you on Twitter yesterday, mate. That's the uh, that's the big that's the next big step. Oh, the love, the love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Keep in touch and thanks for chatting. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Ciao. Cheers, Bye. George. So everyone, ask, everyone else will ask you. Yeah, everybody. That'll be the first time he's had a chat to anyone that someone didn't ask him that. And right. they were actually interested in what he's going to be doing in the development series. Oh, yeah. Which we are. Which uh, And, you know, to, to what, Wait, that's also what he said there was... It is a development series, and the focus should be more on the drivers and less on the technical aspects. And, you know, that, that whole thing about the dual rear springs, that's brilliant, I reckon. On that note... We probably are over it. Oh, I've got one more thing. Oh, okay. Just one more. I just got to sneak it in. Sneak it. Just sneaky. Just sneaky. We've got to have a little bit of a barbecue. A bit of barbecue love. All right? And viewers, I've got to tell you, there is this new super duper barbecue called the Cook Air Grill from the US. And it uses like a wood fire, but it's got this fan underneath it that blows the heat from the wood fire up to the meat and it can reach something like 11,000 degrees Fahrenheit or something stupid. But um, it's a great little thing. You can go to www.cook-air.com and then you can go to Portable Grill Cook Air and you'll find it. But have a look. It uses these little briquettes of wood and you whack them in there the actual unit stays cool on the bottom, so you can put it on a table, put it wherever you like, but it blows out this hot air, but you still get the smoky taste, you still get a nice barbecue. Piece of great stuff. Oh, Evening, gentlemen, how are you? Oh, we're good, oh, thank you, Andrew. How are you? Oh, look, dogs. Oh, oh, dogs. Yeah. Oh, squeaking. And so there you go. So check it out, viewers. Good, good. Now, FWBM, did you see? You did a bit of a Moscato, sneaky Moscato story, and then yeah, I saw paint. the Moscato story. Yeah, well, yeah, that yeah, was a special request from Hardy because he that said, "Look, it's what I drink." Yep. I'm a big girl's blouse. I want something refreshing in life for my lunchtime drink. <laughs> refreshing in life. There you go. I'm a big girl's blouse. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember him saying that. Oh, well, that's 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 my <laughs> definition. He's isn't he? Oh, dear. Now listen, viewers. One last thing. Well, the fine wine buying manager's here. It's just reminding me. There's a website called GoDo. It's just godo.com.au. And it's all these different things you can do in different capital cities around Australia. You just click links for things. In South Australia here, they've got a special deal 
where you can go to Penfold's Super Premium Wine Tour. 55 bucks, which I think is very reasonable, and it gives you a guided tour through the historic winery at um, McGill Estate including the Bluestone Vintage Cellar, and you get to taste five oh, wait, super premium wines. Look at here's your dinner. And at the end of the five super premium wines, you get to taste the Penfolds Bluestone 10-year-old Tawny Port. For 55 bucks, it's got to be, I think we should go one weekend, Hardy. Well, certainly, I mean, Penfolds is the iconic Australian uh, winery. Oh, so sure. It's a wonderful place. There you go. Go-do.com.au. Go recommend it. I well, go for a peak, guys. No worries. Oh, great. We didn't need oh, to know oh, that. Yeah, that but you nor did you, viewers. Right, thank there you. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, yeah. until we see us <laughs> next time. Absolutely. It's good night, viewers. And radiohotlap.com now. Check the new website out. But it's really, Feedback. you know, remember, we're giving, it, it's basically, it's a sort of beta situation, JP, because yeah. we won't actually go live with episode 2000 until the, the Clipsal 2, the, the Clipsal. 200. The 200. Keep adding that extra zero. Yeah, no. We haven't done that many shows. Yeah, I know. But okay. It's Carmel Travers. <laughs> okay. I keep thinking of her. Yeah, beyond. For no reason. Absolutely. I don't know why. Was she all right in her day? I don't think she was ever that good, was she? She was okay. Well, she's probably she's she's not the day. Younger, but, yeah. She's not the day. She's 12 years older well, than she was in her day. Know. It was yeah. probably in 1998, towards 2000. Well, it's that would make her 14 years old. So then it? she Wouldn't would have been a hottie, and now she's not. Look, JP, anyway, you're digressing from the situation. Well, we've already said goodnight. The fact of the matter is... Good evening, viewers. Au revoir. <laughs> Is that all you've got to say for yourself? Oh, bonjour. Well, anything else? No. What would the bike have said on the boat in Eugenia? <laughs> oh shit, I've hit a rock. <laughs> mm.